1: You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafy. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafy. okay so we have the incredible amanda muse can i just tell you that when i was like hey we're interviewing amanda muse i had so many people be like oh my god i fucking love her my worlds are colliding you too and like just so much love like so much love so much love and then hold on hold on and 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 then then people were like how was the interview and i was like well she (laughs) ditched us (laughs) yeah, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't show. It, it was the first time. Up.
2: It was the first time I was dumped uh, in about fifteen years.
1: Right, I'm so sad. I'm like, babe, she could be dead. Honestly, I was so worried about you. I was like, I feel like she went on a nature walk. It was not good.
2: Unsolved mysteries on Netflix is out, so everyone's losing their mind.
1: And then Honestly. life. Yeah. Then life happened.
2: Then we I'm, found I'm out. Sorry, then we I'm found dumb. out you just forgot about us, and uh, here you are a week later. So it's all yeah, good. It's, it's all so good. Sad.
1: Oh my god, it so friggin' sad. happens. since mom. Are life. you
2: kidding me? It's amazing.
1: I love it. <laughs> I was like, I
0: was, di- I was sweating. First of all, hello, Steve yes. sisters, hello But hello. I was dying. And Dean's like, what? What happened? What happened? And I was like, I missed a podcast. <sighs> and like, you had a guest, and you forgot about them. It's like, <laughs> even worse. <I'm> like, <laughs> I was <missed> the guest.
1: <laughs> so, so rude guest. i was dying no no, no it that's awesome it's so, incredible totally
2: fine. it's actually the perfect way to start this it podcast.
1: is it's totally <laughs> great i love mm-hmm. it um okay we are on our podcast we usually before we get into like really talking about who you are i just want to get to i love you and you're doing it. it's my favorite get to it um do you ha- have i explained this to you or do you need me yes, to, kind of, I was, okay, you know. Like on my walk tonight, I was listening to one of Do you have, and I love you and you're annoying about Dean. I had to think about it because.
0: He's a good man. Time, he is a good man. And he's so helpful. Oh, but I had to, I was like, oh, there's one thing. So this weekend we, so obviously we're still in the pandemic mm-hmm. and we've decided to bubble with a neighbor. We, you know, back Right. I've got two boys and they play with my kids. Also, I apologize if you hear my dogs losing their minds, but that yeah, our dogs. So one of the the wife goes, you know what, guys? This was like last Wednesday. She goes, We should, we should have a barbecue. And I'm always like, oh, this sounds fun, but then there's always this moment where I'm like, oh no. So Dean is like we have, you know, I'm not big into gender roles. Mm -hmm. He is awesome in the kitchen. He knows how to host and organize, but there's also a moment where he just starts to get so mad at me because I'm completely useless because (laughs) he's just in the kitchen. So he's like making all these things. And I was like, I had the foresight this time about like noon. Right. I said to him, okay, so this is the day of the event. I go, Hey, you're doing a great job you know, you're preparing all these meals. I so appreciate you. I love you. I'm like, but like in four hours when you feel like coming for me, we have had this conversation. And he's like, no, no, I'll be great. Smoochy, smoochy. Four hours later, I was like, I'm going to record this. We had this So job. he had his moment because he he's
1: like the angry chef. Yes. You know what I mean? Ryan is I the- I have ang- an angry chef in Ryan, my house too. Ryan, I'm not the angry chef. You're
2: the angry chef.
1: Ryan is the angry handyman. If, like honestly, when yeah. you were putting up that <laughs> yeah. light, I was like, I honestly wanted, he was standing on the table, he was putting up a new light and I wanted to take- out your legs so you would fucking fall off the table. I, I was so annoyed with you because you just like, there's like a trigger. I'm angry and
2: you're violent.
1: Because you're, there's a trigger with you. You just yeah, like
0: The, the wire I'll, didn't have a ground. I'll, I didn't I'll know what to ask do. a
1: question and he'll be like so frustrated that I even asked. I'm like can you not like it's, it's not a Long story short, time. we oh. really
2: get your I love you and I'm yeah. annoying oh, yeah. because we're living
1: it right really now. Really relatable. It's really relatable. Oh, dean, Dean's
0: dean been doing a bunch of DIYs and I'm like, you should start a business. And it's going to be called Rage Renos because yes. it always ends beautiful. But like, why are you so
1: angry? Oh, so, my God. That is like yeah. a great show. Innovations
0: are stressful. They make it seem so
2: easy in a 30 minute show, but mm-hmm. it ain't like that.
1: Joe and Chip no. make it seem very chill. I feel like they do a great job. They're probably not really. With Um, their team of 100. I know. True. Fair enough.
2: So, yes, I understand because, Amanda, I too am useless when it comes to parties. I am really good at the party part. He Not is. so good at the parenting and the cooking and the preparation part. He's
1: good at being a wonderful host, I'm a but he's super being a awesome really host. shitty partner during but the. Every,
2: we have such an amazing night.
1: Ryan has such every an amazing night.
2: Morning, actually, we wake up and Brittany doesn't talk
1: to me. Do you want to know real quick what happened? We had an amazing night on Saturday. And, Incredible, it was so much fun. Ryan got extremely intoxicated. I did, and decided to tell everyone well we had a campfire at the back the neighbors were at the back that we bubble with and and i was like i think i'm gonna call it a night like i had to put cooper to bed riley was still up and uh, he was like well yeah like my wife's gonna go to bed she has her period and I was like what <laughs> the fuck he was like well I'm no, not even gonna get any it, I am not you were like it's not, I'm not getting any tonight cause she's on her period <laughs> so good night context. and I was like oh my god
2: no I made a comment and someone said hey listen if you keep making comments like that you ain't getting any I said I don't have to worry she's, she's on her, her period, period. Right. <laughs> <It's not>
1: everywhere <laughs> Anyway, it was
2: great. So I feel you. <laughs> so I get your "I love you" and "I annoy" because I'm the I'm the annoying part of that.
1: Back mm-hmm. to real life. Um, yes,
2: let's let's get to know.
1: So Amanda Muse, how are you doing? I'm good. Here's I'm you. day by day. Right? Yeah, I feel you. So if you don't know Amanda, um, she did you first start on YouTube before the Gram? Because it. you you have a huge YouTube like and and like we said before, this isn't really going to be about um, a huge YouTube. She has a huge YouTube. This isn't going to be about like how to start a YouTube channel and stuff. But Amanda, you were you really were a wonderful and are a wonderful blogger and really followed your life um, on YouTube before the gram became the gram. And so um, I'm assuming you've pulled a lot of your audience from YouTube has followed you on the gram and they're super loyal as all of my DMS will tell you like she's amazing. Um, But tell us about, I guess, uh, your experience on YouTube um, because you have a whole bunch of stories on when you moved to Malaysia. I'm really interested in that part of your life.
0: Sure. So I guess my elevator pitch is that I've been eight years on the internet. Um the interwebs. So basically, <laughs> interwebs. I, there's like a lot of little bits and pieces, but there was a point where Dean and I, my husband now, moved to Malaysia. He's a pilot. And so it always kind of had been in the back of our minds that there would be a chance we would live overseas at some point. Mm-hmm. So I'm from Montreal. We met in Toronto. Uh-huh. In Vancouver. Is that your that's French? That's my, fr- that's my French. <laughs> that's all Ryan Just knows. we fatigate. That's it. No. And there's that. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> valid in these times. So we, when we were in Vancouver, he had this opportunity. He'd always worked overseas. And so he'd been commuting back from Korea and back from Taiwan. And, and then this opportunity came up in Malaysia. And I was like, well, let me find a map because I don't know where that is. Yeah. Uh, and then when we looked at it and looked at the kind of life we would have, I was like, this is an adventure. Right. So, I mean – they share the landmass with Thailand. You just pop over to Singapore. It just looked incredible. So he went, we basically, so once he got that job, we realized, okay, well, we're going to like reverse engineer our life here. So we're going to get hitched because I need some, I need some like, you know, what's the, what's the, I need some insurance. I'm not like leaving my amazing job um, to go be a dependent because that was that was a thing. Couldn't get a job there yeah. myself. So ended up moving there, had this amazing experience traveling. And we also knew that we would like to start a family. So it was this perfect time. So if you go back, that would have been like 2010. This is when people were starting to figure out what YouTube was, mm-hmm. what a subscriber was, but it still was all very new. Nobody was an influencer at that time. Mm-hmm. And I had been watching a lot of videos of other women having babies. Mm-hmm. So here I was pregnant watching these videos and I was like, I'm living in a really interesting season. Yeah, you know? I can do that.
2: Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me.
1: <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever.
2: Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by Mandelic Acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control. Everywhere.
1: It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on, and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe.
2: Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh
1: folds, belly buttons. Don't forget, under boobs and vulvas.
2: Yes, this is true, plus butt cracks and feet.
1: Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours.
2: Baking soda-free, paraben-free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, Lavender sage, and toasted coconut.
1: And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping.
2: Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at LumiDeodorant.com.
1: That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L U M E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos.
2: Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring.
1: Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein.
2: And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted and peanut butter so
1: nostalgic my favorite has to be frosted it's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving
2: wholesome ingredients no artificial flavors or dyes it's a game changer so if you're looking for a tasty breakfast quick snack or an easy meal magic spoons got you covered
1: Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order.
2: And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money. No questions asked.
1: Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5.
2: A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode.
0: Right, Like how many people are having babies and living over here and doing this thing? So I finally just, I think Esme, my daughter who's eight now, she was six months old. I picked up my phone and I just recorded a video and that was my first YouTube video. And it started as like mommy updates and, you know, baby food and what I'm doing to entertain my kid. And then followed the course of my life Mm -hmm. as motherhood does you, your interests shift and change. And then I had another baby. Um, and what I found that's always remained consistent is that my channel is my life, mm-hmm. my experiences and the rest is a little color, right So it's not focused on the kids right It's not focused on the relationship. it's a woman going through life. And so when we started to come back to Canada, I documented that entire experience and that was it I mean I lived in Alberta for a bit we moved we ended up moving. Uh, in, um, back to Ontario, which was very unexpected. We thought we were moving back to Vietnam or we were going to go to the Middle East. Like, wow. Canada was not on the radar. Right. Um, and then I think, like, once we landed back in Canada, I was on Instagram, I was doing all the things that were necessary. And then I realized that this could be a job. Mm-hmm. And so that's when this became, it switched from being a hobby to. Right know something else entirely and then the, the podcast came
1: mm-hmm. just a mm-hmm. natural progression yeah so talk about Absolutely. that
2: talk about this podcast a little bit
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's called the sandwich so right?
0: i yes the sandwich. Mm-hmm. i uh what was this like 2018 i think it was uh you know podcasting has been around for a while but the canadian market is still quite small mm-hmm. and what i do in my channel i do have these conversations i do have these you know, long form conversations, which doesn't really work on YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube is a different beast and shorter attention spans. And so when Facebook was started, Facebook Lives, I had a Facebook Live show. Um, and so it was like this natural progression to start these conversations. So yeah. It's been great. I love the podcast format.
1: I do too. It's it's just like, I think we also love it too in, in the sense that we feel like we can talk about topics that maybe I couldn't introduce on the gram, um, especially with Ryan. Like I think right now, I mean, my Instagram is predominantly for motherhood and relatability and in real life, finding like humor in a lot of that. And we do bring that here as well, because that is I'm half of this podcast. But I think for Ryan, um, it has really broadened our audience because it brings in a lot of um, of males Um, I think I have 3% of males following me on my Instagram and we have been like a lot of males reach out and just really appreciate that dynamic when it comes to you. Um, so I love that you bring in Dean and do little videos with him. Um, but this is a segue kind of into our other conversation that I, I feel like is such a, um, I, I'm glad that you're going to address this because I feel like a lot of people might be in the same scenario and don't really know if there's anybody that they can relate to. So you and your husband are 15 years apart. Can you tell us like how you met, how the journey might have been not... I mean, I hope it was a positive one, but I can only assume that there's probably a couple trolls here and there. Um, yeah. So I'd just love to hear about your experience. Right. Okay. So...
0: It's, it's pretty cliche. So I was 20 years old and I was flight attendant. Mm. Uh, I had moved from Montreal to Toronto. I mean, I like to like just do all I was also a CFL cheerleader because Stop. I mean, that's what you do. Were you really? <laughs> what
2: team? What team? I was oh, for
1: really? the Argos. For oh my teams. God. Yeah. Same. So, and the this,
0: this story with that was so cute is I had moved to Toronto and my dad is just like, he's my b- best like hype man. He's the Aww. best. And he's like, you know, you need to make some friends, and uh, he's like, "I saw this this little ad for they're doing tryouts for the Argonauts," and I was like, "All right, we'll go."
1: That's, That's cool. incredible. It was, it
0: was awesome, and they won Great Cup that year. So, anyway. So do you anyway. remember any cheers? So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, was there really cheering? Not really sure. <laughs> was not short <laughs> Who knows? And good eyelashes. But um, so, we moved to Toronto. I got this job as a flight attendant, and. It was not the industry for me. Like, I really like sleeping and I (laughs) don't like red eyes and all of those things. Um, And the pay was not great. But you are kind of in this little vacuum where you meet people who do what you do and you're in cities. And so Dean and I sort of got on a schedule where we were seeing each other and just doing flights together. Mm -hmm. And he's just the most fun. And so we started dating. And I use that term loosely because it was kind of like... Well, hold on here. How how old are you anyway? Right, so right. I looked a little older. He for sure looked a lot younger. And I was like, it's just fun. It's just summer. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. We'll just eat and have fun. Famous last um, words. And then and and here's the funny part about it. I have very young parents, so my dad and and my husband are closer in age than <laughs> my husband and I. Which is my oh own. my like, gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> like they're only ten years apart. Um. I would say, honestly, it was smooth sailing in the sense that once Amanda decides what I want to do, like, no, there's no swaying me. Right. My parents may have had opinions. They rarely shared them with me because I'm like, meh. Like, I don't... Cool. I'll still be over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I love it. I'm to do me. So, I mean, it was, it was such a natural friendship and relationship. I would say the only times that it was a little bit like if there was any, you know, awkwardness, and it still comes up, is at some points you are in different phases mm-hmm. because of your age. So it worked out that because of the nature of his work, he kind of hadn't stopped to have a family or kids right? up until that point. He was 35 and we met, um, and then wasn't ready for kids right away. So that was like perfect, right? right? And um, no, it's, and I, you know, funny enough, I, I, you know, I've heard you speak about trolls and Negativity. And I think it's dependent upon the platform because mm-hmm. the beauty with YouTube is you can hide people, uh, block people without them even knowing. Wow. And so their people are still like commenting and they... I have they, no like, idea. That is amazing. And you can, it's my favorite. So I'm like, you You go. And I've already hidden them. Um, so I don't see it. I've also implemented features where I have specific words that I block out. So I don't even see comments like that. Oh, that is so lovely.
1: That is a safe space. I want the gram to do that. I feel like that's a good. We just. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for that a lot um
0: oh yeah and I guess to answer your question about the age gap thing it's it's funny because as we were speaking before I start you know occasionally Dean wasn't on my channel for a long time mm -hmm. just he kind of didn't get what I was doing right um and then when it became a job he was like oh hold on I'll play because you're paying the mortgage (laughs) so that's fine uh and he's the first to tell you he was like not on board Mm -hmm. he's like what are you doing Amanda you're You're making videos? I don't understand. It's always doing anything for anybody. And then once, you know, kind of caught up to how the world was shifting with advertising and it made sense. But people found us on YouTube. This age gap is a thing. And people are genuinely very curious about how you do that. And so it's been interesting to create this conversation, this dialogue around this topic. Well, Well it
2: is interesting because you know, we're three years apart. I'm three years older than Brittany. And 3 years is a big gap in terms of the technology right so when you run onto the instagram i had no idea what instagram was that 3 year gap believe it or not was enough for me to not be on instagram while you were on instagram
1: yeah we uh, we have discussed like um, i grew
2: up i grew up with dial up you grew up with high speed that 3 year gap mm-hmm. in technology was a massive shift mm-hmm. so when we when she first started instagram this is before you ever started growing your instagram page I thought, why are you putting out content? Like, who are you doing this for? Like, on
0: my personal page. Yeah, like, who who
2: needs to see this stuff, right? Like, yeah. am I not giving you enough attention? Like, I, I turned it around and kind of made it a thing You're on right. me. You're right. Was- but it would, be int- it would be interesting to know what a 15-year gap would be like when it comes to technology. Like, I see he's come around to it, but there would have been a big disconnect with mm. with just the idea of social media as a general.
0: Right. I think... Dean is is one of the things we connect on is we were both like really into tech stuff so he, you know I when we were living in Malaysia he bought me my first camera and I had all the lenses and I had made my first video like now I'm doing the quotes yeah no YouTube video you on there, no. <laughs> I did my first kind of vlog. I remember when I was in Taipei, and oh my goodness! I, it was, so I went on a trip to go see Dean while he was there, and he had this long stay. Ironically enough, I get to Taipei, and he gets sent to New York for a couple of days, and I was like, "For oh, Taipei by myself." So I had gone around and like vlogged, taken a bunch of footage, and made a video, but didn't know that that's what it was at the time. Right. So I think he was like he and I just naturally gravitated towards tech stuff. Yeah. Um, but certainly I was an influence. Like I remember when Facebook launched and I was like, this receptionist at this place in Vancouver and I was like, what is this? And I remember creating an account and I'm like, Dean, you gotta get an account. So, you know, you kind of influence each other, um, in ways for the positive. And I mean, when you think about where we were, we've been together now for 16 years, it's like, there's been significant growth. Yes, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? For sure. And like helping each other through it. But I do think that like one of the positives, because I think it's easy to see certain negatives, but one of the positives is he he's always kind of in a in a and I'm looking at this in the positive way because there's this sometimes irritates me, but he's kind of been there, done that for some of the phases that I'm yeah. going through at the moment. Which I remember when I was 20, 21 and struggling because I was like, should I go to university? And I'm working this waiting job and I hated every second of it. And he would just be like, babe, don't worry about okay. it. Like, it's just scenery. You're passing through. But you don't see that mm-hmm. when you're 21. No, you're in it.
2: Um, oh, you oh, it. Oh, I like
1: that. It. It's just scenery. It's not
2: scenery. It's it's in front of your face.
1: Yeah. But no, I like yeah, that. He almost grounded you and, and was in, like a parent being like, "You're when your child is like <laughs> – not that he's you're parenting you, but no, but like, <laughs> daddy I, I, remember, yeah. I remember my mom being like, no, it was just like, it's it's a phase in your life when you're in high school and you're like, mom, this is the end of the world, right? Or like, I mean, I'm so sorry. I just compared. Well, you at, 30, at
2: 35 years of age, because now I'm 36, so I understand if I were to talk to a 20-year-old, yeah. mm-hmm. that life doesn't, like, it's just not that important.
1: I worked in the Ooh. restaurant industry. We were both and, in
2: the restaurant industry. And
1: you work with 16, 17-year-olds and they're... It's the end of the world for them, right? And you're Everything. like, "Don't yeah. worry, it's gonna Everything. be okay." Like, I get yeah, that.
0: It'll, it'll end at some point. Yeah.
1: Sergeant
2: and Mister Smith, you're gonna love this house.
0: Bunk beds in a closet. There's no field manual for finding the right home, but when you do, USAA homeowners insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. It's certainly like, yes, age. I remember feeling like, oh, my God. You know, when I met his family for the first time, I was like, oh, I'm the same age as niece. Mm. This is awkward. Right. But it's also your life experience and who you are as an individual. Totally. And I kind of feel like he and I are both lone wolves. Mm-hmm. I've lived a big life in a short time. I've had lots of amazing experiences. And so it helped connect us. And. It didn't feel like one was leading the other. I mean, I'm bossy as hell, and thank <sighs> God for him. He will like bring me back down and be like, no, you can't just get away with whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And I'm like You're like, Fine. go cook so, your
1: food in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> but he's a great and he's a great partner and he's a relaxed parent, I think, because he recognizes that like he did his 30s. Yeah. So he's like, he's got nothing but time for these babies of ours. Yeah. So it's a it's a really interesting balance
1: i love it i love that you've got more positivity and i also feel like the world today is so much more even within like the last year i feel like it's so much more accepting accepting of just everybody's own life is their life and if you As don't it like it yeah and it, should, it be. should be and there are obviously like we've got ways to go with that but
2: there's no doubt we're entertaining people on the platforms that we have mm-hmm. but we're also not entertainers mm-hmm. we're human beings right Right.
1: Most people have that common sense of speaking to each other with that respect. Well, there's not always
2: so can I ask you a question? So I don't know you know, your friendship is with Brittany and that's okay that I'm a third wheel in this podcast. Right. Um, I
1: was crossing fingers, even though no one can see, but it's like, it's really but so <laughs> a pre
2: podcast, I heard that both of your children were born in Malaysia. Can you quickly touch base on what it would be like to raise two children in a foreign country?
0: Oh, it's like the best. Is ever. it really? Ooh. Ever. <laughs> Honestly, I love it. Um, if you ever catch any video where I talk about it, I literally burst bursts into tears because it is just, I, I suppose wherever you have your children kind of imprints on you, mm-hmm. especially as a mother, you know, it's like. You can have every birth plan in the world. And then in that moment, it's like, however you felt in that moment is going to impact you. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of extends into the regular day to day. So, you know, it doesn't go without saying like we were definitely privileged while we lived there. So we had this beautiful penthouse apartment, like 3000 square foot condo. Dean had um, a person that he employed to drive him to and from the airport. Uh, simply because he worked a lot mm-hmm. and he was very tired, and I was worried about him driving like, mm-hmm. after 14 hour days. So, you know, I had a person come to the house and clean it like three times a week. And, amazing. And then I had another person who came and just like babysat, but not really kind of like babysat me. So, <laughs> <laughs> because-
1: <laughs> just, just like rocked me to sleep, Please played with my hair. Like- it was lovely.
0: <laughs> Can you, can you just hold my baby could while I Could you heat up shower? my bottle? Um, Thank you. Because, and, and some people might be like, oh my gosh, who is this woman talking about this? But the reality is, is like, take yourself and every resource you have, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, mm-hmm. anybody that could help you and get rid of all of it and you're by yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what I was
2: so, thinking. That's what I was thinking. There's like, you know, the whole saying, it takes a village to raise a child. You removed your village. Yeah,
1: I did. Went
2: to a village.
1: Mm-hmm. But created and, and created create a new one, one. Yeah. and then
2: created exactly. a new one. That's that's the incredible yeah. thing about that story. And and I, I, not not having the language, having that barrier. I just, I, I, I think when Brittany was telling me this, I'm like, I just want to know what it would be like to live in a foreign country where you don't know anyone, you don't speak the language, and you have two children mm. in that space.
0: But I will say, Malaysia is so. Malaysia is a mixture of Chinese, Malay, and Indian cultures, and it's this beautiful, you know, mixture. And but English is predominant; like everybody speaks English. Oh, Everyone's like, should... "Did you learn Malay?" And I was like, "No," because everyone spoke English to me. I <laughs> right. would have loved to learn something, but no. Um, You know, and I lived in Penang, which was an island. Um, So Kuala Lumpur is the main hub, and then Penang is the smaller island. And I mean, I remember the first night I went out postpartum. I left this baby at home. And who do I see? It's like it was a drag night. And I was just so excited to be out. And I can't even express, like, how excited it was. And I had just also made connection with an expat women's group. So there was all of these women. Amazing. um, from all around Australia, England, wherever, Canada, US, and we were all out together. And I look across the room, and I had my first drink, which was like times four, right?
1: Right, had a drink in so long. Yeah. And you know I
0: see? My my doctor who had just performed my C section. And what do you do? You you go and you hug him. Uh, I don't know what to do. I was I'm like, like we're so shots. intimate at this point. You go and have a shot together because
1: that's what you do. I was like,
0: oh my god, and we hugged. But that's the kind of vibe. Like it was so so like. You kind of had a small town vibe. So when they Mm. opened the first Starbucks, you bet your ass I was in there waiting in my line. Right. And when I went through and I made my order, they were like, thank you, Miss Amanda. Like they knew who I was. And I was like, thank you. You know, like it was, it was amazing. Now,
2: how old were your children when you moved back to Canada? I know you said you you stayed in out West for a little bit, but.
0: You did. Um, Okay. So Esme would have been like three and Jack was. Six months ish, mm. two and a half. So they're like two and a half years apart. And uh, we didn't come straight home. We traveled through Philippines, and we went to So we went to Thailand for a little bit. Then we went to Hong Kong, uh, and then we went to Boracay in the Philippines with a baby. You know, in a carrier. I mean, stories. I can't even. I was on this boat once in the Philippines. It was so so much rain. I couldn't see the boat. Oh my but god! I, that gives me like, what. Are we doing? And I knew that Boracay is beautiful. I'm talking like white, beautiful sand. And I was like, and I was like, "One, if we survive this, yeah, I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Two, if it's not as beautiful as you say it is, you're not leaving this island." Right. Like I was just, and there's my daughter, and you know, extra. I mean, I've seen your daughter. Mm-hmm. She's it's just a, it's this delicious age. Like, she's a mood. She's wearing like. Tinkerbell dress and she's walking on this plank to get on this boat to get to this island. It turned out fine. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely incredible. No but fear. sometimes you end up in situations and you're like, how am I even here? Yeah. It was wild. Well, I tip
2: my hat off to you because I when we never. travel to Florida, <laughs> we get our we get our, my in-laws, your parents, we get them to bring our luggage before we even leave. So well, they all drive we have, down. Whoa, whoa, all we have is a stroller down. and two carry-ons and I'm telling you the stress level is through For the Ryan, fucking roof. It's
1: not me. You you are so stressful in an airport. Like I, if I could travel separately, oh I God. would. Um, but I, I, I really commend I would have jumped
0: you. Jumped off that boat
1: for sure. I commend <laughs> you. I always just feel. Um, I wish I was a little bit more open when I'm traveling. I just feel this like this like anxiety when I'm in a place that you a I bit don't. Of fear. You I a do. Fear. I do. I have this like fear and this anxiety that I'm. I don't have control because I don't know my surroundings, and then I just become very. Um, aware of everything, and especially with kids, like I feel like before I had kids, I had my own fears just with being when I would go to like Mexico, um, Dominican, just with as a woman, as a young woman, you obviously have those fears. There's horror stories, but now I feel like my fear has traveled to my kids, and I'm just like so protective. And I wish I had a little bit more of of what you're speaking about because it just sounds <laughs> so freeing. Like I would be there, and I wouldn't even be able to experience my time because I'm just like. My God! Like we're gonna die. Okay, but here's the thing:
0: I feel like I've made myself sound like Dora the Explorer. No, trust me, you so that, like you sound right, <laughs> cooler than me. yeah. But backpack? No, I am legit having it's moments of like man. just permanent sweat, mm-hmm. freaking out. Um, and like you'll see a video of me, and I've literally got a baby in the sling in the front, and then the other one in a backpack in the back. And it, but it balances
1: out. Yeah, yeah. Fine,
0: you know. In the ergo, um, my husband has zero fear. He's been to every country. Everywhere. And fear definitely stems from just the unknown. Yeah. So he knows like when you get off the plane in Philippines, where you go to get the taxi and he knows all the currency and all that stuff that makes me my head spin because I just, I didn't look into that, you know? So I was really fortunate to have him,
1: right? So we were, yeah, again, yeah so he's like rooted. Yeah,
0: I get it's that. that balance, right? Like he's this world traveler, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Don't even worry about it." He's like, "Don't worry, I'll get you your mango coconut oh rice and you'll be fine." I'm like, "Perfect." You, you know, so,
2: you guys are going to be on the uh, the next episode of Amazing Race. Oh my god.
1: Would you ever? I, I'm telling you right now, we, we would, would be divorced. Not, we would
2: we would go on the show and we would not um, leave as together. A lovely, happy couple. We would end as never a divorced couple.
1: Like guaranteed. What is, what is Dean?
0: Dean always says they should have a divorce court right outside the airport. Hundred percent. Like by the time you get through it, I mean, like there are moments I'm making it sound so lovely. Dean's like, don't even. I shipped a, you know, like those big city select strollers. Oh yeah, we have one. Dumper strollers. Yeah. yeah, girl. So hormones i shipped that from the u.s to malaysia as you do sounds good in theory um try to fit that through like malls in asia right it don't it doesn't happen. everything's a touch smaller and areas are tighter and so everywhere we went dean was like oh my god the stroller but i couldn't let it go because i was like
2: you the shipped it from the US.
0: Hello. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna use this. So I remember every time we would land somewhere, like Thailand, you got these tiny little airports, and this giant hummer of a stroller would like open, would come oh out on a thing, thing, and I was like, Yeah, that's mine. So sorry about that. I love it. I'm from Canada. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, it's that giant white woman stroller. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like <laughs> How I wonder this could be. <laughs> probably the cowering woman over there in the corner. I love yeah. it. I love it. Oh, man, oh, as
2: nice. someone who doesn't follow you and that's no knock on you, that's just because, you know, my age gap here. Um, <laughs> you sound so positive about everything. She I've is. tried to make some negative comments and you just hammer me back with these positive ones. Yeah. You just, you've got a really She's good, w- good way of looking at life. I enjoy it. I enjoy the energy that you bring.
0: That's I'm cool. definitely I'm gonna start a glass following. half full. That's for sure. My husband's like finds the rain clouds. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. And I come in and I'm like, I will always find Use the positive. The sunshine. I mean, you know, there's a realistic thing. I just I don't like things being I don't like being told no and I don't like things like being challenging. I'm like, no, I'm gonna overcome this. So I always find, you know.
1: That's, That's the a perfect way. way to live the life, especially during COVID. There's so much negativity right now, even just beyond COVID, um, that it's so wonderful to have people like you who are, you know, providing a platform that is full of love and joy and laughter within such hard times. Like I think people really are appreciating that and your podcast and and just joy in general because it's hard to find right now. People are. It's, it's a dark time. <laughs> No, it's it, just well, a, it's
2: just an it's just an unknown time, yeah.
1: right? Which and that's where that we talked
2: about the fear, right? It's a yeah, like traveling.
1: It's
2: you just don't know what's on the corner.
0: And who would have thought that of the two in a partnership, one a YouTuber and one a pilot, that the YouTuber is the one working right now? I well, like, pardon, yeah, like the tables have turned. <laughs> truly, that that was a big shift. You know, if you want to speak about little hard times yeah. throughout this pandemic, that was a huge one. I mean you've been in a career for 30 years as a pilot and all of a sudden that industry is just like
2: (laughs) now someone who's been traveling for 30 plus years having it stop in a day what's that been like for him to just change his role entirely because it's not like it's not just from an ego standpoint, we all have egos. From an ego standpoint, he went from being super, super important in his role for 30 years to being super, super important in the role he's in right now. But it's a totally different mm-hmm. role.
0: Ooh. It's like soul crushing, right? Like your identity is so wrapped up, especially in a job that's like a trade. But mm-hmm. well, it is a trade. So. It, it's been, it's devastating. You know, one thing about Dean is once you get to know him, within like an hour, he's telling you about where we, he'd like us to move because he he doesn't buy into this whole Canadian uh, thing. He's like, I want out. He's like, I don't like it. I he it. likes warm weather. Yeah. He liked to like jump on our little scooter motorbike thing and tour around the island in Malaysia. He loves, he is a person who likes to live on the fringe. And so he doesn't really like. Do you find so your guys? Do you think you're going to move? Eventually? Um, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to go. I feel like we moved back to Canada and my career exploded. Yeah. So I don't want to go anywhere. Right. Um, But that said, you can take this anywhere. It's true. Video creation, podcasting. So we'll see where the winds take us. Mm -hmm. But for now... He's pretty busy around
1: here. But, you know, it has been really hard for him to lose his job. It's right. It's very strange. Yeah, I hmm. can't imagine. Um, okay, oh, so wow. we like to do a little wrap-up. Just let people know where they can find you and become obsessed with you like I am.
2: It sounds like it's an easy <laughs> thing to do. And I don't mean that in a creepy, weird way. Don't worry, Dean. <laughs> Just to become obsessed with her. She's just so positive. Oh, I thought you
1: meant like it's an easy way to find her. That was just like a really really weird, like, oh, that's like really weird. No, how do we find like your handle, your email? You're freaking me out. Yes. Okay. So I'm on
0: YouTube four times a week right now. So four videos, Amanda Muse. And my podcast comes out once a week, The Sandwich. And that's wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I also am on Instagram daily, Facebook occasionally. Oh, really?
1: Still Facebook? What about ICQ? I mean, you no. know, yeah. sometimes. Um, My old desktop, I got it on there. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, that's where I am. Occasionally, you'll see me on like, W Network or a morning show or something. That's amazing. Wow. I'm so happy that we actually got to talk to you this week.
0: Yeah.
2: Thank you for remembering us this week. (laughs) It
1: (laughs) was so (laughs) fun. I love it. I was just so busy. She's super busy. She is the backbone of the family. We're giving you a hard time because we
2: like you. That's all.
1: (laughs) Thank you. This was great. Amanda, thank you you so much.
2: Greatly appreciate it.
1: You have a lovely evening. Say hi to Dean for us. Okay
0: bye here